Hi, I'm Juliette Root, and welcome to The Juliette Root Show. I'm a board-certified nutritionist, integrative health coach, and master personal trainer. Join me as I interview thought leaders, educators, and health practitioners. Together, we will dive deep into subjects like psychology, science, spirituality, and human optimization. Please subscribe to The Juliette Root Show, and don't forget to rate and review the podcast. To connect with me on a deeper level, follow my Instagram at Juliet underscore root and visit my website, julietroot.com. Remember, information isn't transformation. So get out there and start taking action. Hello and welcome to the Juliet Root Show. I'm your host, Juliet Root, and today I have Daniela Sulik. Juggling life for years led Daniela to hit a wall. Her entire way of life changed when what she now calls humaning led her to developing serious illnesses while pregnant with her third child, and it almost cost her her life. With her play your way through life philosophy, she now helps renowned yet unfulfilled leaders move into the permanent state of ease, joy, and passion. By transcending from the conditioned human to the consciousness of their true self, they shift into effortlessly creating by being instead of creating by doing. About 1% of the world's population functions primarily at this level of consciousness. Daniela sees through the illusion of rigid physical reality and ridicule of human conditioning. Her thirst for truth naturally brought her on a journey of experiencing the self beyond the mind, body, and physical reality. She has brought a leading edge concept of applied neurophysiology, energy medicine, quantum physics, metaphysics, and higher logic into her daily life, creating massive physical, mental, and emotional shifts for herself and her clients. And on today's episode, we are going to talk all about her journey and how she went from her own humaning to where she is now and helping people all over the world. So welcome, Daniela, to the Juliet Root Show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So let's start there. It sounds like you had your own quite a journey and story with uh, not feeling well and making some big major life changes for yourself. How did that all come about? Yes, I think we all do. Um, I think no change happens without a big disruption. Uh, humans are very comfortable in <laughs> their life. Uh, usually it uh, takes uh, whether disease or um some other some other disaster to kind of wake up um so yeah i was humaning i was a uh, high achiever uh go 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 uh running on the mind uh in controlling constantly wanting to control or living under the illusion of control um constantly working forcing things, trying to plan, trying to put things together. And um, yeah, that kind of led um, to, I became very sick when I was pregnant with my third child. And um, at that moment, actually, when I got better, at that moment, I I don't know, something shifted. That was the first huge shift when I told myself, there is no way, there is no way we came here, we come here to do this. Like logically, life as I knew it stopped making sense to me. I mean, it doesn't matter that everyone does it. It there is no way that this is why we came here. And then I literally just wanted to know the answer to a question: who, who am I? I wanted to remember who I was. Beyond the, this name or my life, I wanted to remember who I was. I know, I knew that I am not the person I I think I was, mm-hmm. and that led to naturally to a sort of a many what we can call spiritual experiences, where I uh, yeah experience um, different. Uh, states and levels of self and uh, kind of that led me to putting things together those experiences that oh this is how we function oh this is what the mind does oh this is how we see the illusion and this is the truth and that's it and uh, as i understood and as i experienced actually myself beyond the mind and body the mind started to dissolve and the consciousness shifts and uh, 
now the life as I knew it doesn't actually make sense. Absolutely. The humaning. I know that that's not why we are here. And I know that that's, it's kind of the illusion we are under the illusion, the mind creates that we are under. How do you describe humaning? Humaning? Um, uh, Really humaning is uh, believing a certain belief system because when really we have to go to the basics that everything is a belief system. When we function on love in the love dimension of the mind, the mind works on belief system. Beyond the mind, there is no belief system. There is just knowing. There is just truth of knowing who we are. Uh, but ninety nine percent, I would say, humans, me included. Um, in the past, uh, functioned uh, on certain belief systems. So whether it's a belief, whatever belief system it is, it is still a belief system. And that belief system creates our reality. So when I was, when you say, what is humaning? So for example, a belief that um, an action creates a response that I need that to get result, I need to take action and I need to make physical action. That's a belief system. If you don't need, we can create anything what we want by being that's by being in our natural state. That's the being, being the self. But on the level of the mind, we don't experience it and we don't perceive it. So we need, because we have the belief system that the action creates result. Most of us, most of people work hard, work, do stuff to create results. So stuff comes to them. So they get results. So they get clients. So they, whatever it it is, whether it's a business related or personal stuff related, that is belief system. Another belief system is the more I do, the more results I receive. It's completely false because we can do very little and we can create huge results. We can, with doing actually very little, we can create results that, results that with doing, we would do in 10 years or 20 years because the energy beyond being is our natural energy. It's our natural state with the, with, so there are tons of other belief systems, but we experience a life based on what the mind tells us and the mind only functions on a certain belief system. And the belief system is different for each of us. It seems like the mind is this constraint or false constraint that we have. It's amazing at processing things and we need to have a mind as a human, but it sounds like from a, if we look at it from a quantum physics, more scientific standpoint, and we look at time, space, that reality, and we say, well, time is actually not linear in the sense mm-hmm. that in, the, in that way, we think, it, we think it moves really slow, which is what you're saying, that we have to take all of these actions in order to make something happen. So if I'm going to have a successful career in something and I look at it logically from the mind standpoint, it might take me okay, I'm going to be on the next t- a 10 year trajectory, perhaps to get myself to the place of that kind of success versus more of a quantum. That's why they call it like a quantum leap, right? Where you can spend more time in being and we could use a, the word manifesting as a, you know, a placeholder for being able to create faster. Because if time doesn't exist in that slow continuum, if it can happen faster. Is that sort of where you're coming from when we talk about like going beyond the, the constraints of our beliefs? It, it is. But one thing, yeah, what you said is correct. Absolutely correct. One thing to, um, to mention is that we manifest all the time. We don't need to manifest. We manifest all the time what actually matches our uh, our energy or energetical blueprint. So when we are in the low dem- in the low density of the mind that is really filled with um, insecurity, uh, fear, and all that's uh, all, all the human stuff, mm-hmm. um, then we, we manifest a life of struggle, life of working hard, life of um, having to uh, take care of myself, having to take care of family. Um, it's absolutely not. You mentioned logic. Logic actually holds us in the prison and in the illusion. You, in order to free ourselves, the logic needs to go because uh, 
anything is instant. As you said, the future and past doesn't exist. Those are parallel realities, vibrational realities that exist right now. We just don't, we currently have ability to perceive the part, the reality that matches our energetic blueprint. So in in my life, in, in my client's life, you know, I saw healing and is instant, for example. Um, whether it's cancer, whether it's any other, whether it's any disease, it can be instant. It can stay for a few hours or a few days or just a few weeks instead of 10 and 20 years. Earning a lot of money is instant. Instant, I see. I mean, literally, how long it takes depends on a person's belief system and how fast they lose the logic and the mind. Mm-hmm. Which there are practices that I'm sure we'll talk about in a little bit on how to actually do that. Because to just say, okay, lose logic right now and, you know, and it, go into the void is not something that can be done at a snap of a finger if you're not if you don't know, how do I do that? I'm not, I'm so conditioned, right? But I want to actually go back a little bit to what you were sharing about your own personal story and your wake up moment of realizing like, this cannot be what life is about suffering like this. Mm -hmm. So when you were in that place and you had that moment of asking yourself the question, who am I? What next? Because that's a, such a big question, I, and I and I've been there myself. And that question, in its in and of itself, is one of I think the most powerful questions to ask. Who am I? Like beyond my per, beyond the, my personality and what I've known yeah. myself to be. Like who am I? What what is this? What is this reality? Why am I here? So what happened next from that for you? What did you come to from that? <laughs> That's a good question. So um, you're right. It's, uh, it's the most powerful question to ask. I would say is the only question we need to ask. Uh, we don't need to ask any other question. We don't need to do anything else. All we need to do is to find out who we are. And um, the answer doesn't come from the mind or us doing something. The answer comes naturally. When we have discipline to turn away from the mind, turn down the logic, um, just remove the, uh, remove the logic, turn away from the reality and stay with the question, with ourselves and really have that as the only goal, which then really um, cease to be goal because the answers come to, come to us. So that what happened to me. It was nothing I kind of like search for um it was just the intention or I wanted to know and I got my answer through the different experiences whether it was out of body astral travel um experiencing myself as a few cautious consciousness uh and dissolving the mind wrapping my mind itself in the black hole me becoming the black hole um the nothingness that we are and still being aware of that I am, um, that happened naturally because I was on the journey of knowing who I am. Did you Most, have practices yeah. that you went into like different like meditation or like to, to be able to get to astral project, to have an out of body experience? Do you remember the moment that that Happen? Were you just sitting around having a cup of tea and then all of a sudden, or was there this intention of I want to do this or thing no. and it happened? There was no intention always. Uh, okay. So we have to understand that the intention comes from the mind. So even when you mentioned manifesting the, the few minutes before, it's like, I want to have something. I want to manifest something. I want to achieve something. I want to, I want to know who am I? I want to do something. So I know who I am. And the mind is like, and the mind is always externalized. It it externalized and it it looks outside for the answer. So it's like, ooh, meditation. Okay, let me do this meditation. Let me do this. Let me do this. Um, and then that moment we are lost. We are lost in the illusion because we are looking at the outside. Um, <laughs> so really, the it cannot come from the mind. The mind doesn't uh, doesn't know the answer. It comes naturally 
as we turn away from the mind and from the reality. Um, and we, we really stay most of the time in the natural state that we are, which means really going against the logic and not, not taking everything that the mind tells us, which is really difficult because we are so conditioned that we need to, we need to follow the thoughts. We need to follow the emotions. When I say mind, it's both the thoughts and emotions. Those are both conditioned. None of it is us. The, the thoughts we have is not me. The thoughts I have is not me. The, thought, the, the emotions I feel, they are not mine because they are conditioned. Until they go and the mind dissolves, we don't know the pureness of no mind with no thought and the pureness of emotions, which is just a deep peace and joy. It seems like there's a lot of seeking right now to find this state of being that you're talking about through exogenous substances. There's a lot of people who are going out to do psilocybin or go on ayahuasca retreats. Right? They're seeking this presence, this moment where they can, they can really be in that knowing that they are not their conditioning. Because through the logic, like we're saying, they can't just get to there. Okay, I'm going to meditate. Okay, I'm going to do this thing. They don't ever get to that space of uh, what you shared, the void. They never get to that place. But through substances, they can't. With your clients, how do you suggest that they support being able to feel like I've never done any of those substances. They scare me, quite frankly, to go and do things like that. I'd love to go into the void, into that place and really feel that feeling of the connection without having to do something like that. What do you suggest for your clients to, to find that state? Um, I, work, I work with them and I can get them to that state uh, during our, our sessions and I do. But really the work needs to be done by a client every minute of their life. It's not something you do. Being is not something you do. It's not this meditation or that meditation or that ritual. Being is the state you're in every second of your life, whether you're cutting vegetables, whether you're cleaning, whether you're meditating, whether you're doing gardening. It's it's being. It's not doing. So I um, I guide them and support them to... So I do activate their higher consciousness, which means the mind starts to dissolve and loses its grip and its logic and the logic and the belief system. The whole belief system they have uh, starts to collapse. And the, so the, the more the consciousness shifts higher, the easier it is done. Mm-hmm. But then it's their job to, to stay there. And because it's so hard, because we are so conditioned, then I'm there to when they need and really the mind takes the mind is very tricky and it doesn't want to let go mm-hmm. so when the stuff you mentioned that a lot of people now want to know themselves and they are seeking out substances or mushrooms or whatever there is out there i don't know what is out there i would never do that i've never done it um again back to what i was saying what am i doing what those people are doing when they are seeking well if if i take this mushroom i will i will experience something will they experience yeah because it's their belief system that they will experience it but what the mind what the mind did is it's literally like asking a thief that is wearing a police officer uniform for help to find a thief. It can never be done. So the mind creates this um, illusion, another illusion. So now I am not this hardworking interpreter um, going after revenue, but now I have this goal of finding myself. So now I'm doing mushrooms or whatever rituals I am doing. I'm going to Amazon. A rainforest or meeting some guru, you are the guru. I'm not a guru. No one is guru. If anyone tells you they're a guru, they're not guru. You are the guru. We are all the same consciousness. You don't need anything to experience yourself. Actually, 
Self is very non-experiential. Self is peace. The, the thing that you are mentioning the, the, in the spiritual world is, oh, I'm experiencing myself now as a pure consciousness floating out of body. Is that possible? Yeah. But I truly believe I had it. So not, so I stay there. Because otherwise it would be just floating consciousness, floating energy. We came here to have a physical experience, to enjoy it. I had all those experiences to really keep me on the path like, yeah, you're another human. You are, you are another human. And no, no one is. So to kind of give me the motivation to, oh, hold on. Oh my gosh, what was this when my mind was wrapping itself up and I, I was a black hole? Would I want to be a black hole? No. but. That was a profound for about a week. I was like, what was that? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I am awareness. I am not my body. I am not the mind. It kind of, it kind of like those experiences were giving me clues to the truth, but that was not the goal. That, that should never be the goal. And um, another thing to consider, mind is an addict. It's an addict. It's the mind is addict. The biggest addiction that there is in humanity is not alcohol, it's not porn, it's not drugs, it's not coffee, it's addiction to thinking. And because mind is exteriorized, it always thinks about something out there and it's getting out there, whether it's a full moon ritual, whether it's a mushroom, but I need to no, you don't need anything. Just be. Try just be. People cannot be because the mind is just being and see what you get. See what thoughts you will get. I am unproductive. All this is stupid. How long should I be doing it? I need to cook. I need to work on something. You don't need anything. Your natural state is being. And from that being, whatever you are doing, whatever activity you are doing, you are being and you fully magnetize everything that is yours and it's coming effortlessly to you. It's literally mountains are moving. Things are linking. One thing's thing leads to another. You're experiencing life in a higher consciousness that is, and that life is very effortless, very fulfilled, very easy and very joyful. And you look at the reality, it's like, yeah, that's not right. But at the same time, we don't change reality because it's okay. I would say it's like a dream. When you said the humaning or the low dimension of the mind we humans function on is like when we dream. When we dream, we have emotions. Uh, we experience fear when there is a terror or somebody chases us. We experience joy when there is fun. And it's not like we are looking at the dream, uh, like watching a movie. It's really we are in the dream. We, there is a body in the dream. We are there. It feels real. Only when we wake up, we realize, oh, wow, that was a dream. And once we wake up in the morning, we have no intention, need, or desire to pursue or to continue dreaming, whatever, no matter what story, no matter what storyline there was. I need to get X amount of revenue. I need to get my ideal partner. I need to know who I am. Once you wake up from the dream, where is the dream? Where did it go? Where would you go? You're, you don't. <laughs> this, is, this is very similar. Once we shift into the higher consciousness the mind literally dissolves the reality as you know it stops making sense because why would I work why would I intentionally do something why would I dream when I know that the dream isn't reality and there is no fear attached to not pursuing those activities because you know it's not real what did you find for yourself when you made this shift with your own consciousness? <clears throat> what did you find started to change for you in your reality, in your perception of reality? Everything. Nothing is the same. But at the same time, nothing changes. <laughs> I'm, 
I'm a completely different person and yet I'm the same person, uh, which mind doesn't understand because for the mind is a duality, good, bad, change, no change. The consciousness is just is. So there is no good or bad or I'm this or that. I just am. In terms of the life, very effortless living. I don't do things intentionally. I don't I don't plan. There is no logic. There is never planning or intention. I am living my life fully in the moment, not the, in the past, not in the present. I cannot go in the past. I have no regrets. I wouldn't change anything. I'm not thinking beyond this moment. So for someone who's very logical as part of our natural conditioning to be so, I'm thinking to myself, so is there no planning for, okay, two months from now, I'm going to go on this vacation and I have, you know, booked the hotel and I have all, and I'm going to have this party and these people are going to come. So is nothing planned out in the, in the future? Everything is just living but day by day, even if you have, I mean, for me, for example, I have with clients, I have to schedule things. So next week, I know what my schedule is going to be like with, with the work that I'm doing. So is that exist? So, okay. So the planning you said about the, the vacation, um, absolutely not. If I put something in my calendar that is two months ago, I am very, I don't know whether it will happen or not because it's such a, uh, it doesn't exist yet. So it may be like, yeah, I would like to go, but I'm actually not taking any steps. What you said, this is a really good, because what you said, well, booking a flight, arranging, that's a belief system. It's a belief system that you need to book the flight and that you need to arrange vacation, no matter how complex the vacation is. Two months ago, so everything is in line. So every, so all my ducks are in the row. Mm-hmm. So I give, give, give you an example. About three months ago, um, I had a call with someone and they, they are in Boston. And they said, yeah, oh, I, I, will be, uh, I will be going to Alton John concert um, in August. And um, it's the Firewall Tour. And I'm, I'm so excited. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've always wanted to see Alton John. And, well, I'm not in Boston and um, whatever. And I just, because that was not in the moment, we continued conversation. And I didn't even think about it any of it and uh, two weeks now uh, on friday um i came home i picked up my son from the school and i came home and um i opened the doors and uh, my eldest one told me mom there is elton john in toronto tonight and there are still tickets available and i'm like what uh, so i bought the tickets two hours before concert for the half price I didn't know I was going to go to Alfinger until that happened. Mm-hmm. So you don't, in terms of the, that was a good question in terms of the scheduling clients. Yes. You don't lose the practical time. I know when the dinner is, I know when my kids need to be at school. So the practical time exists, the psychological time. I need to do this. This needs to be arranged. I need to secure this. This is what will happen tomorrow. This is what will happen next week. Or I need to make sure that this is taken care of. That's gone. Mm-hmm. And these are constructs in a way that we have to control and have yes. to make all of these plans and this effort to get something done. And this is how the majority of us live our lives is that there needs to be this amount of effort in order to achieve this amount of desired result. And you're sharing that. One of the things that struck me that you said was 90% of our daily action is counterproductive to achieving our goals and desires. Yes. So, yes, because uh, our putting on goals, putting on actions uh, is literally like being on a plane or not even being on the plane, simply um, opening the parachute while you are on the plane or while you are still on the ground and the plane hasn't even taken off. 
Can you imagine what would you do when you open the parachute? Well, a lot of stuff, a lot of web and a lot of damage, a lot of mess. And what people are doing, and that's the humaning, that's the answer to your question, what is humaning? They're creating action and they just entangle themselves in the results of their actions and efforts over and and then they're like, nothing works, this is hard, life sucks. No, it doesn't, it's the mind. Yeah, 90% of our actions are completely counterproductive. So, and it's very simple. Where does any action or any thought comes from? From the mind, right? So they have a thought that you want to, you need to do something in your business, for example, or personal life. And uh, there is an action following that thought. What is mind? A mind is not entity. It's not a personality. But the mind is literally just a web, a links of your past emotions, thoughts, belief system, experiences, memories. That's it. So any action you are taking from a thought, you're actually taking from the past. That's why it takes 10 or 20 20 years to build a successful business or to do anything with your life. Because you are creating your past, you're taking your past, your logic, and everything applying to the now and creating your future. And we said the future doesn't exist and the, the, the past doesn't exist, which means, and because you you function on the low dimensions of mind, you, you constantly vibrate as an energetic blueprint on the same level and you access the same reality that the mind is creating for you with those beliefs. On the level of self, there is no thought prior to action. You just do things. You just do. You don't work hard. You do. It's a very effortless flow. And life literally, is, it's like as the river flowing, whatever you want and need comes to your place. So if, if there is a webinar you need to set up, things people and everything will come effortlessly and you can set up a webinar and have it done everything in literally one hour or you can do it hard way and work hard and research google and hire coaches and whatever you need and it can take a lot of hard work to do that you have all research beyond the mind and the body you are all that is you are ever floating energy, consciousness, pure consciousness, all that is. You don't need anything to do to take care of yourself, to make sure that you are taken care of, to make sure that you have enough money on your table or enough food. Everything is there, but because you don't believe it, you are experiencing reality based on your belief system that proves you that there is not, that there is a lack, that you need to push hard, that you need to do, I don't know, uh, work 10 hours a day, produce uh, X amount of webinars, get so many clients on the call so they, yes, I don't have any funnel. I don't have any funnel. I don't have any, except sharing my message on the podcast. I don't have any marketing. And people are coming, those who are supposed to in my life and I'm supposed to help them, they are coming to me. They find me one way or another. It's it's unbelievable. And we can achieve it in, we don't need to be a coach to do this. I have people and clients who are not coaching and they shift and transform their lives like this because everything what we experience is just an illusion we created the mind created whether we are a doctor or whether we are um a lawyer we can just drop it mm-hmm. a couple of things i'm thinking as you're sharing this one is a real belief that comes up for people which is but i have to earn it you know this yeah. idea of earning something so as you're saying that things just happen things just come Money comes, you know, you're like you clients come, you don't have to work hard, you can go on that vacation, you'll be able to to get the money to and resources to do these things if you let go and we're vibrating on a different frequency. Mm -hmm. And for for I I can even hear the conditioning in my own mind going. There's a part of me that that feels this connection to earning something, right? 
doing yes. to earning and to have yes. something yes. come yes. out of nowhere feels mm-hmm. like this, like magic. Like you have just given the, like the key to some magical realm that we could all step into to have ease and not no suffering and, and happiness and peace. Right. And that seems so out of our realm of possibility for many, for most of us, because of, of, again, our perception of what we see around us from the, the news, if you take in the news as an example, right, that's something that you're taking in or uh, the people around you, your family, your friends, everybody's vibrating t- almost together and they're perpetuating this cycle of suffering and lack of freedom. Yes. And uh, that happens because, as I said, like when we come here, we we create or the mind creates certain belief system. That belief system creates our reality. That reality, because we live in it and we point, look, look at the news. Look at my uncle who just lost a job and he was working hard. Look at this person. Look at my life uh, working hard. And, you know, that reality supports and strengthen the belief system and that belief system strengthens the reality. It's a vicious circle. So that's why the first thing you need to do is turn away from the reality. And that's what I say, drop the logic. You need to drop the logic. You, you cannot look and take a feedback from reality. And that's where, uh, when I work with people, like I get them to the point where they don't, mm-hmm. they don't, because otherwise you cannot you cannot drop the belief system. Um, what you said, absolutely. There is a lot of beliefs. The one you mentioned related to money and related to um, stuff we own or, or even, even necessities like food. We have to earn it. Uh, that's, a deep, that's a deep conditioning because there is a ta- this is a thousand years of conditioning that we need to earn we need to struggle we need to earn for something we need to des- we need to deserve it how do i deserve it with struggle with working hard right mm-hmm. and uh, that needs to go well there's that the practicality there's the practicality again this is the logic mind too coming about that says but for thousands of years like how would we have been able to harvest things like yes there's fruit on trees right do uh-huh. we ha- okay, the apple could drop on the ground and it's right there. But for the most part, we have this relationship to nature, even that we've had to get the nuts or we've had to harvest certain vegetables. So there's some effort required. It doesn't just show up in your hand magically and then you eat it. So there is a relationship there. No, it doesn't. But you mentioned apple tree, but that apple tree is just being that apple tree it's not doing anything because fortunately the apple tree doesn't have a logic in the mind that humans do. But the apple tree trusts, which humans don't, which minds, the mind doesn't trust. The apple tree trusts that it has everything that it needs, soil, water, and sun to uh, bring the fruit ripe and and then the leaves falls and everything is okay. Humans don't do that. Humans is like, well, it's summer. I don't like it. Well, do I have enough fertilizer? What do I do? Maybe I need to move to a different space where there is a more sun. This looks like a too shady. See how, like, this is how, this is how it would be if the apple tree was human. And then uh, it would check, well, how do I know that the apples are growing? Hmm, let me check, let me cut it, whatever. And then they will damage the fruit. This is exactly it. So <laughs> just, just giving you some perspective how humans uh, operate. Uh, when I say effortless action, it's not that things are dropping to me. Like uh, to you, do you need to go and pick the apples? Yeah, but it's fun to go and pick I the think apples I understand what you're saying. Yes, it, so you're going to experience. Yes. Did, did I need to chase Elton John? Look, I didn't even know he was in Toronto. Sure. It didn't even cross Which my I mind. think those are the best you know, moments in life, too. Those are the best moments when there's unexpected joy that comes about without all of the planning we, and stressing. We are here. See, the, the state of being or life in the higher consciousness is not that you are sitting on the sofa meditating. Actually, it's not, you are fully living. Like during the summer, I preserved, uh, well, I made a uh, peach jam. I made current jam. 
Um, I, I have my herbs. I do so much, but these are very mundane things. I'm experiencing, I did uh, rock, um, rock uh, jumping. I did camping with my kids. Like those are very mundane things. Uh, here and there, I coach clients, but there is life and I live it. There is not, this is my work life. This is my free life. I don't have a free time. My whole time is free. Mm -hmm. Wherever I want, I do whatever I want because there is no belief system that I need to be doing something else. So wherever life puts me, puts me in, there I am. Now I'm here. Sure. Now I'm here doing this podcast. I don't have a schedule or need to have 100 podcasts a month or I need to do something to get client. Wherever I am, I show up there I am. It's it's very actually active lifestyle, but very fulfilling because every time you are in the moment, when you're with your kids, you are not thinking about your work. It's impossible in higher consciousness not to be in the, where you are. So you're fully there. You you know everything about your kids, how they feel, because you you sense it. There, are, you know things. It's the, the split, the fraction of energy of well, I'm cooking here, but thinking about my clients or thinking about what I need to do doesn't exist. You give your time to whoever or whatever. If it's gardening, you're with the flowers right there, and people experience it. People experience it um, throughout the life, you know, musicians, artists, when we make, when we paint, when we make art, like those are activities when we are like fully there, but then we kind of go out and we are in the logic again. It is very but interesting that you bring up the creative because when you think about a musician or a painter, well, let's take a painter as an example, who's creating a work of art, let's say it's abstract art. So it really, it, they're yes. not staring at a mountain painting yes. exactly what they see. They are just painting what comes through them onto the canvas. And so there isn't some linear progression. There is no list next to them that says your paintbrush has to stroke this way. You have to put this color on. They are just being in the moment, creating that work of art. But how we are so conditioned in most of our reality is that there is a right and a wrong way of approaching things and doing things in, especially in professional careers. And so one might say to you, well, you're a coach. So you have this job that is very free and you can make your own schedule. So if you have this privilege, that's a word that gets thrown around so much mm -hmm. right now, right? That you're, that you have privilege versus those of us who don't have that privilege because we are working this job that requires me to be at my desk at nine o'clock until five o'clock. And I don't make my own schedule. Meetings get put on my schedule. So what advice do you have for those who are in that place where they're like, I want this freedom. This sounds incredible to be able to step into that place where I have more presence, but I'm stuck there. Like I'm stuck in this paradigm. Absolutely. So first thing, yes, it's possible. What I, the advice I would say, like, you have to believe that it's possible. Um, probably the way why I'm living, the way why I am able to live how I am living now and help people who are drawn to me is because if 8 billion people told me that I cannot do something or it's impossible, I would say it's possible just because I, I want it. Not needed, but like, who am I? Or when I said the question, like, okay. This is not why we came here. There is no way we came up to earth to do this, to do this humaning. It, it, so it was possible. And that's why I follow kind of that step. So know that it's possible no matter what the reality shows you. No matter what the reality shows you. Doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Um, and then really turn away. Turn away from the reality. Turn away from the news. From everything you don't need everything you need just you and uh you know that start doing what you love doing be in the space of creating space more time less in the logic play play 
start playing, literally playing with whatever you want. And uh, you will create small, small, small shifts. And then the next step will always come. The next book, the next coach will come. But you need to be, you need to be fully in. You cannot be one way, one one leg in like, well, I don't want, want this and one leg into, no, it's not possible. I'm humaning. You need to be fully in your reality. You have to understand that reality is not is is not fixed. It most people have this, and it's a belief system that okay, so we are born here. There is this earth, and we are born here. And now I was born here, and now I have to work through, work my way through, and maneuver through life. That is fixed. You have to understand that reality. It's a vibrational state. Reality is not even real. It's illusion just as um, a rainbow is illusion. It's a bit more complicated because the mind creates the physicalness and gives you a real illusion that it, but reality is not real. The experience of our reality is real. Just as I was talking about the dream, the dream was not real. The experience of our dream was real this is what it is for us and every moment every moment your vibrational blueprint shifts you in a certain parallel dimension or reality so when you are experiencing the same things or lifestyle stress over and over again just kind of like same thing different faces car breaking stress at work, you know, stress with kids, you, you're vibrationally vibrating the same and you are literally shifting at the same place. So in order to shift your energetic blueprint right now, not yesterday, not five minutes ago and not tomorrow, right now determines how you will shift because reality the people you meet tomorrow or when you wake up in the morning, the people you meet and how they will react, that is determined by your state you are in now. So let's say it's in the morning. We think that the person in Starbucks who bumped into me or whatever is a coincidence. It's not. If I was in a different, different state, that person wouldn't bump into me. It's reality constantly, it's, it's moving, it's moving field. It constantly shifts. So most of people experience the hardship and the struggle and the working hard and stress and anxiety and depression and suicidal thoughts because they look at reality, take feedback from it. I have a certain energetic blueprint now and a, a certain emotions, certain thoughts. I react to the, uh, reality. What does the reality do? Adjust itself to my blueprint. The reality is not fixed. It never was. You are on the illusion that it is. And that's, that's your only job to do. Not working hard, not to, not to get to a certain goal, to understand who you are. And then you get freedom from it. And also a deep peace, knowing that not only peace, but it's really freedom. It's mm -hmm. like, no matter where you are, everything is perfect mm -hmm. and you don't need to change anything. You mentioned looking at life as a game. Can you just explain a little bit more to the audience what you mean by, by that? I think that sometimes I've heard this before and I think sometimes it can take, be taken a little too literal in that it, uh, it, it, it game sounds like there's, you know, there's good, le there's good levels, there's bad levels to the game. You could be playing on a, on a lower level and then go up to the higher level, right? When we think about like a video game. And I think one of, one of the things that I get pushback with from sometimes is, well, if we are constructing our, our, reality if we are being reflected back what we're what our vibration is it seems like it is almost a self-centered way 
of looking at life. This is just some of the feedback that I've heard that I would love to share, like talk with you a little bit more about. Mm -hmm. It's a self-centered way of looking at life. Like this is my life, my reality, right? And then what about the people? How do we explain suffering and poverty and systemic oppression, right? Are they also in a game and they could just get out of that game, right? Or is it my... Is it my reality that I'm seeing those people? Are we, we're all players in this game? So that's where I think people get kind of tripped up with this. Oh, that's a good question. Um, The reality in the earth, as you know, it is not one. There is not one earth. Your earth is different than my earth because each of us, the, the mind, again, the reality is not real. The experience of the reality is the real. So as my dream is mine and you, your dream is yours, is, is different. But I can dream. I, you can, I can have you in my dream. And sure. You can have me in your dream. So there is not one earth. There is eight billion earths. Nothing is physical, though. Those are all holographic projections. So... Uh, when you talk about the suffering, about whether it's a physical suffering, whether it's whatever suffering, global massive suffering, whether it's um, not having money, working hard, uh, that reality matches the belief system of the person. And the more you see it as the truth, the more the reality strengthens the belief system and the belief system strengthens the reality. And that's why. When you drop the mind and the belief system, your reality completely shifts. Sure. And there is no suffering. But at the same time, when we are dreaming and in the dream someone helps, you help them. It's it's a bit of complicated because is there a suffering? It's a full acceptance of life where you are. Even even if you live effortlessly, there because it's a constant evolution of one's consciousness. That's that's why we are here on this journey. When you come across suffering, you're not actually ignoring it. You're helping, but there is no need to help. So you are a better person. You help because you know that we are all one. So what you said that a very self-centered view i know exactly where it comes from and that question comes from logic because actually in a higher consciousness um in the in the lower consciousness of the mind there is this as a we we create and we recreate karmic relationships so for example being self-centered we create karmic relationship because we harm even when not intentionally but well um well, I need more profit. So I will charge this amount or I will, you know, like whatever. In a higher in, in a higher consciousness, you cannot harm people. You you just can I cannot harm a fly. I will I cannot harm um any like I take any bag, I talk to him or talk to it, and I take it outside. There is you know how people say we are all love? We are just pure love. You, you, a person can be telling you you're the worst idiot or worst bitch, and you look at them and you love them because you know they are not they are not the personality, the constructed personality they are acting as. But at the same time, when you are living in the higher consciousness, those people come actually not across because the negative the negative vibration or or negative people or toxic people really everything if we anything what we experience we need to be a vibrational match to so when we experience a lot of negative people or jealous people toxic people uh we are a vibrational match that's that's one thing like it's a really like you create everything, every single person. I had someone asking me, well, how do you deal with this toxic? I have this toxic person in, in my life and they're doing me this, this, this. And I'm like, it's you. It, not what you do, not what you do uh, physically, 
It's your vibration. It's your vibration and you're matching that. Otherwise, you would not be able to um, perceive that person. That same person actually lives and exists in a complete different personality and as, as a loving, as a gentle, as helping. But you are not matching that person. And uh, in terms of what, that was a really good question about the game. That uh, when I say, you know, it's a game or play, it's really what I was saying, like losing up, like losing up. It doesn't mean now, you know, to start some risky things, because if, you know, if you think, well, I'm creating my reality, I can cross the road and nothing will happen to me. No, actually the car will, uh, you know, that's stupid because cover will run through you. And it's because you, you have a belief, we, we have a certain belief system. We have to, so again, losing up means really not taking life so seriously. That's, I would say. That makes a yeah. lot of sense. And uh, so many things are running through my mind in how. So it, uh, one, one example, yeah. here's the thing that, and I think this, this is, this is, this will explain more and, and people will have more clarity to what it means. Um, you cannot do this with doing like, Ooh, okay. So I'm this free person consciousness. I can do whatever I want. No, because the belief system is still there. You need to lose the mind and then you will see, you need to lose the mind. So the, the, when you mentioned a lot of people, but it's lawyers, but it's corporate, like they may not be coaches. Um, they cannot just quit. I never, ever tell someone what to do, whether it's my friend or my client, like, okay, let's get you there. Quit. No, I shift their consciousness and their, their reality matches their vibration. So for example, yeah, I have a client who is a corporate, who is a corporate executive manager and been there for 30 years. And within the six months, Right now, actually, uh, last week, she, she was like, I cannot do this work anymore. And it came very naturally, very effortlessly. And like, yeah, I think you will be quitting soon. And that was not her intention when she signed up for, with me. Her, she signed up with me, started working with me because she said, Daniela, I need to something there is like, I need to do this for my soul. Like, I need to know who I am. Like, there is more. There is more I need to know. It was not, her life was almost perfect, but she was doing a lot, still a lot of humaning. And now actually, I know she will be generating probably twice the amount of money than she's earning now, but from her passion. And the passion was literally just kind of, yeah, I'm doing this thing, but I'm this corporate person. I, you, you don't know who you are and you don't know what is out there everything the perception or the statement of well i have this job and uh, i cannot do anything about it so this doesn't apply to me is a belief system because the statement i cannot do anything about it is you're looking in a about the future you're thinking about the future and now the mind is like i'm stuck here i am a lawyer this doesn't apply no you don't know the mind doesn't know anything but the past. That's why you need to drop it. And it requires a lot of trust. And then the reality will shift. It's possible for everyone, no matter. It can be a housewife, no matter who you are and where you are. And I, I know it is possible for me personally, because I had a complete shift the last two years where I made some decisions that were trusting that I yeah. was going to do something completely different. And I am, I have so much freedom more than I've ever had and am financially doing better than I thought I would working way less than I, that I ever thought was possible. And I pinch myself on a regular basis, like how, but I know but I know how, because I made some really big shifts in my own personal belief systems about what was possible. And yeah. even the way my husband and I talk to each other, 
we believe that there's even more, there's more possibility than where we are even now, because we've seen just how things can change so quickly with things that we thought would have taken us years happened overnight. A phone call happened, uh, you know, a client that I never thought I would get would happen, things like that. So, and once, once you, I, once you get a taste of that reality, it does reinforce the belief, which is really good <laughs> to have uh-huh. things happen because then it reinforces, wow, this, this, this can happen. These things are possible. Um, but my million dollar question as we wrap up today for you <laughs> is for, for those listening, let's, and if we could, if we could m- try to sum it up and I know that we could probably have a whole podcast just on this million dollar question. How does one lose their mind so that they can change their consciousness in this way? They change their vibration in this way. How do you lose your mind (laughs) and your logic? Turn away from reality. Do not take feedback from reality, no matter how the reality looks like. No matter whether it's a chronic disease, no matter. Do what you need to do. Continue doing. but mentally and emotionally detach from it um and uh to start with i would uh do be present be present be present uh, there is no future and there is no past there is only present uh be where you are when you are with your kids be with your kids um go outside and look at the tree and and try just look at the tree for one hour and see what thoughts come, what conditioning comes. That's insane. That's bullshit. What am I doing here? I have more productive things to do. And every thought that comes is a part of your conditioning and watch it. Watch it. And don't watch, don't watch the reality. Watch the person who has the thoughts and the emotions. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you are not the person who has the thoughts and emotions. Mm-hmm. You're another person who has the past yeah you're you're not you're much more and you will never know unless you inquire who you are beautifully said and i would add to that as someone who has had a very challenging time overcoming my logic that staring at the tree for for an hour telling myself this is productive time helped me (laughs) just to say this is productive yeah so for anyone out there that could maybe support you you know taking time to just be is productive just be but uh you know you don't need to stare you can stare at a tree or at the squirrel running around uh for an hour but i would say just go outside or go inside but turn away any um input on information news media tv uh be where you are as i said like if you're paint if you love painting paint if you be if you love gardening mm-hmm. garden mm-hmm. that's you're you're completely in the pr- and be there yeah be there not don't garden and think about the excel spreadsheet you need to finish when you stop gardening no i think for for some of us Thinking about that spreadsheet or being in the know of what's going on in the world, somehow this is the illusion, absolves us from this guilt in a sense, right? If I'm in the know, if I know what's going on with the war right now, if I know what's going on with the pandemic right now, then I feel like, okay, I'm being a quote unquote, a good member of society because I am aware of what's happening. But I would ask, I I ask myself, is that really productive time well spent? Is that really bettering the world? Me just knowing that there's suffering happening? What would be better is if I would, or, you know, or maybe not better, but what would be more empowering would be to be of service in some way, to to be out there, to be kind to people, not gluing myself to the TV. (laughs) But... So many people want to be of service, but the biggest service you can do to people 
is to be in a high vibration mm. because your vibration creates, as I said, how, as I explained, how reality shifts every moment based on your vibration. So when we are out there helping people because we see the pandemic, where are we? Well, we vibrationally vibrate low because we have a belief system that there is something wrong with the world and that we need help. But uh, what we are creating, we are creating our version of the earth, our own reality. And on that earth, there is a pandemic and that earth needs help. Nothing really exists outside of your imagination. It starts with Nothing you. Nothing and no one exists. When you wake up from the dream, you understand. And then there is no need or urge to help anyone. You know that you create by your energy, mm. not by action or watching the news. Mm. So you are the microcosm of the macrocosm that is what you are seeing out there all over. It, the you are creating it all yeah you are creating every single every single thing i had clients or people come to me with cancer with divorce with narcissists abuse their husbands doesn't matter what you throw at me you are creating it all and i can tell you how and it can be shift mm-hmm. but um just as we said at the beginning the logic and the reality keeps us in there and we keep recreating our reality. And most of us never, never find out until we die. And then the mind dissolves, loses its grip completely. And, you know, you, if you, if you read a story of um, stories of people who had a near death experience, that's what they say. Like, oh my gosh, I realized it's just a game and uh, it was not real, right? So what I'm saying is let's not wait until we die, but let's do it now mm-hmm. and fully live. Yeah. And where can people connect with you, Daniela, if they want to go on this journey with you or gain more resources? Thank you. The best way is to go on my web- website, which is uh danielasulek.com and they can connect there uh, with me. And I will link all of that in the show notes so you can connect with Daniela. Thank you so much for taking the time and the energy. Thank you for having me. This was amazing. And I hope that everyone got what they needed uh, for the next step. Thank you. Thank you.